0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. You need God's favor. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 1 verse 31 says, Then the angel said to her, to Mary, the mother of Jesus, Don't be afraid. See, when you have God's favor, you don't have any need to be afraid. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you have or you don't have. It takes away fear. It enables you to rest because you know that favor can do for you as we are going to find out what nothing else can. So this was a young woman who was a virgin, but the angel of the Lord appeared and said, you're gonna be carrying a child. It's gonna be a child of the Holy Spirit. Remember that this young lady is engaged. So what is she going to tell her fiance? That he had a relationship with the angel. Yeah, angel, yeah. How about me just have a relationship with an angel? So you can imagine how afraid this young lady was. And in those days, they will shame you, they will humiliate you, If you were engaged and you were found to be pregnant before getting married, so know that that the angel of the Lord said, do not be afraid, Mary. Why? Because you have favor with God. See, when you have favor with God, you don't worry about what people think about you. You don't worry about who talks about you or who doesn't talk about you. You don't worry about what people think or don't think. He said, look, you have conceived in the womb. When you have favor with God, you will be conceived. You do not get it. You will become pregnant when you have favor with God. Many of you sitting there are pregnant. But like Mary, you don't even know. Because you're still thinking about yourself in the natural. But when God saw you and extended his favor on you. He caused something to form in the inside of you. You became pregnant with a purpose, with an idea, something that you don't even... You're walking around thinking that you are just natural, knowing that you have just had an intercourse with the God who created the universe, that he has put something in you that you don't even know, and it's going to manifest. Do not be afraid. People are going to be talking about you. People are going to be jealous of you. When you have favor with God, many people will not understand you. They will think that you are crazy. I said that you will conceive in your womb and bring forth. Whatever is God that you conceive will be brought forth in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how long it's taken. Whatever God puts in your spiritual womb, Even though you did not know it, now that I have just announced to you that something has just been deposited in your spiritual womb, it's going to grow and it's going to be born and it's going to be the son of the living God. Because when you are pregnant with God's favor, you are going to bear something that is not natural. It's going to be something that will amaze people and shall call his name Jesus. The name Jesus means Savior. What you are going to give birth to is going to save a lot of people. It's going to be an answer to so many different young men, young women, old men, old women. You are going to be the answer to your family. You were counted out, nobody even thought about you, but all of a sudden, boom! God just caused you to be pregnant with his purpose. And when that purpose is born, you gotta become a savior. That purpose is gonna become a savior to your community. It's gonna become a savior to your church. It's gonna become a savior to your neighbors, to your friends, even to your enemies. Tell you somebody say, you can't get there by yourself. yourself. I know you are talented. I know you have experience. I know you come from a good family and all of those things in their natural. But you know that those things can only take you to a certain level. You need more than that. Philip was preaching in a revival, a meeting that so many people came to the knowledge of the Lord. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit said to him, leave all of these people, go to the wilderness, go to the desert, what would you have done? Lord, I'm doing your work here, many are getting saved, many are getting healed, miracles are taking place, now go to the desert. Don't you know that it doesn't take a crowd, it just takes one person that God puts you with. Now let me, I don't know whether I was speaking Nigerian or American. So ministry is not ministering to thousands of people. Ministry is being where God wants you to be. Because many of you pastors watching me, you feel so bad that you don't have a fifteen thousand member congregation. But you know that God can send you to the desert to minister to just one person who has a need. And the Bible tells us that Philip left a large crowd and can you imagine you are going to the desert, you don't know where what what is there in the desert. You know, sometimes when God wants to send you, He doesn't give you all the information. He just wants you to trust Him one step at a time. Some of one step at a time. And then He's going to go there and stand in the wilderness. One thing is that when God sends you, He's already set you up. Yeah. For ministry, so Philip is standing there wondering, "What am I doing here? Did I hear from God? Did I hear? Did I eat too much pizza last night?" God said, "Just wait." Somebody say "Wait." And when he was just waiting, there was this Ethiopian uh, who was uh, on a horse uh, reading, and it happened to be that he was reading the Torah, the Old Testament, (coughs) and all of a sudden, God said, this is what I send you to the desert for, go and talk to him. And Philip went and said, do you know what you are reading? He said, how can I understand except somebody explains to me. Think about this. God will move Philip from a congregation of thousands just to this one man who had hunger for God. Do you have hunger for God? He's going to put you at the right place at the right time with the right people. So he said, explain to me. Explain to him about the fact that He was, it just happened to be that this man was reading Isaiah chapter 55. And he said, I can't understand, who is this talking about? He's talking about Jesus and explained Jesus to him and led him to the Lord. And when he led him to the Lord, the man said, hey, baptize me. And he baptized him. And this is what I'm talking about. The Bible tells us that as soon as he was baptized, the Ethiopian turned around, and Philip was gone. And the Bible tells us that the next second he was in Azote, several miles away. What are you talking about? God is about to take somebody from the desert yeah. to Azote, several yeah. miles away. Yeah. Just by the time you do, close your eyes and you open, that's what I call favor. Yeah. Thank God for labor. But I'm telling you that the favor can put you a hundred miles in a second when labor will take years. But the interesting thing is is that uh, tradition says that uh, it was this man that went to Ethiopia and started the Ethiopian Coptic Church. See, Philip could not go to Ethiopia at that time to minister, but God had to let him minister to this one man who would go go to Ethiopia and minister to thousands. Let me tell you this. Somebody here is experiencing God's favor beginning this morning. And that favor is going to put you at the right place. And when that favor is on you, something is going to be formed in the inside of you, and that is going to be something that's going to be a blessing to many people. Your job is going to be touched. Your business is going to be touched. Your family is going to be touched. I'm I'm telling you, God is going to surprise you, surprise your neighbor, surprise all of the people who have known you all of these years. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 8 verses 39 and 40 says, Now when they came up out of the water, they just came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The Spirit of the Lord is catching somebody here, away. Yesterday you were so sick, in the twinkling of an eye, God touches you and completely heals you. Yesterday you were so broke, all of a sudden God showed up and does something for you. Yesterday you were without a job, and now God is making you the manager so that you can give away jobs. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more. See, the people who used to look at you, they're 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 gonna turn around, they don't see you anymore because you are an entirely different person and he went on his way rejoicing. (laughs) The people are gonna come in contact with you are going to go away rejoicing because your life is gonna make a difference. But Philip was found and (laughs) isolated. He just came out of the water and now in his eyes. What God has in future for you, Roland, can't be accomplished on your own. Right. Dr. Stephen, the places is going to take you, you can't get there by yourself. There will be obstacles too big, right. dreams that seem impossible. You are going to need an assistant for where God is taking you. Someone say Amen to that. Yeah. The good news is, <coughs> excuse me, God has put something on you that gives you an advantage. Somebody said, That's me, God That's is talking me. about. Me. God has put something on you, Dr. Stephen, that is giving you an advantage. Something that will open doors that you can't open. Something that will make you stand out in the crowd. It's called God's favor. Brother Williams, you and I are going to need it to get to where God is taking us. God's favor will cause good breaks to come to you. It will take you from the background to the foreground. God's favor will give you preferential treatment in a crowd. Remember Ruth? Ruth was just cleaning with other gleaners. But all of a sudden, the owner of the field, the Lord Jesus Christ, showed up. Jesus! And just preferentially picked up Ruth. (laughs) I said, whose girl is that? You know what, when God's favor is on you, he will make you more beautiful than you look in the natural. Because God has got a purpose for you. And then another fifth said, whose girl is that? I said, uh, he said, he just came back from, he's a foreigner, came back uh, uh, with uh, Naomi. He comes here to glean every day. (coughs) And the man said, you better not touch that girl, because that girl is mine. He said, I tell you what you are going to do. Remember that Ruth has been coming there working very diligently, working very hard, and all that he made from six o'clock in the morning to six was just enough food for the day, Mm. but Mm. Boaz, (laughs) the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to show up and he's going to say something different with that girl there. I know that there are many gleaners here, but it's a light that is shining. I want to be favorable, I want to do something for her. Just drop some stocks on purpose. (laughs) God is dropping some stocks on purpose for you. One day she was barely making it. Now she is carrying big hey, bunches. That's Isn't that what the Bible says? Lord, he who God. goes forth weeping, Jesus. bearing precious seeds, hey, shall come. Oh, hey, Jesus. Man. General, you are coming back rejoicing. Bring your sheaves with him. The Bible tells us that, it said, drop some bundles on purpose. <laughs> Somebody said God. Somebody say God, God, God is, dropping is dropping some bundles, bundles on purpose, on purpose for, me. for me. When God's favor is on you, you're gonna have preferential <laughs> treatment. Amen. You are just struggling. All of a sudden, something is gonna happen. Yes. Think about this. G. I mean, a a a experienced a very experienced fisherman. Piren, a skillful fisherman. Peter, who knows where fish bites, is gonna be spending time toiling, working hard all night. But the Bible tells us that he caught nothing. Mm, mm. But all of a sudden, favor showed up. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Amen. Someone say, hallelujah. hallelujah. All of a sudden, favor hey, showed up. Amen. His name is Jesus. Jesus. And Jesus said, Peter, may I borrow your boat? See, borrowing is not the problem. So don't let anybody say to you, don't borrow. (laughs) Now, listen to God, don't go out and choke yourself. But it doesn't matter how big the vision is. If he tells you to go for it, go for it. Sometimes God, even the Lord Jesus Christ borrowed a boat. Peter, let me borrow your boots. And you remember that Peter has been working all night. He's tired. He's just washing the net about to go home. <coughs> Excuse me. And the Lord Jesus Christ is going to come to him and say, now you have to wait for another hour. Right. Isn't it interesting that when we say that we have come to the end of ourselves, <laughs> when God shows up, instead of just doing it, he wants to test your face to see whether you can stay and receive the word. The Bible tells us that uh, (laughs) Jesus said to Peter, Okay, learn me your boat, stand here and let me form some faith in you while I'm preaching the word. The Bible tells us that after he has finished preaching the word, many of us had left too soon. We went to a church, we went to a place, and we did not like the, we don't like a person, we did not like what we heard, we left. We did not even know that our breakthrough was in what we needed to hear. Let me tell you what you mean, let me tell you, every one of you, your breakthrough might be in what I'm just speaking to you now. The Bible tells us that uh, Peter patiently waited and then after he had uh, Jesus had finished, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep. And I can imagine Peter saying, now you stay on preaching. Let me do the fishing. You don't know anything about fishing. Let me tell you this. When God tells you to do something, it may not make sense at all, but God knows what he is doing. How about you trust and obey? Because there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. The Bible tells us that Peter said, well, I'm experienced, I'm skillful, I know how fish bites, but I have just heard you preaching faith. Nevertheless, on your word, wow. what was it wow, to say? Wow, wow, wow. On the word that you were just preaching. <laughs> you have formed faith in me. On your word, I'm going to launch out. And the Bible tells us that Peter launched out, and the Bible tells us that he caught a boat-sinking, net-breaking catch. He made a boat-sinking, someone here is going to make a boat-sinking, net-breaking catch because of the word that is coming out of my mouth this morning. Told all night caught nothing, but favor showed up, and he made a boat sinking. Somebody the boat sinking? sinking. Net-breaking catch. God's favor will cause good breaks to come to you. It will take you from the background to the foreground. God's favor will give you preferential treatment in a crowd. Things you don't deserve will easily come to you. Uh-huh. You weren't in the next in line for the promotion, but you got the promotion anyway. It makes people in the office mad. I've been here for 10 years. I've been here for 20 years. I've been... no, 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 no. It's not about being here for 10 or 20 years. It's about you have God's favor. I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that even somebody who doesn't like you will become a blessing to you. Many of you have been struggling trying to get loan for this and trying to get loan for this and the Lord wants you to know that on paper it doesn't make any sense but the Lord is going through in the name of Jesus, Jesus. The person that was so much against you the same person God is going to move out so that he can give you what he wants to give to you now they're for you, some of them God will move out, some of them God will just change the heart and they will be for you for the reason that you cannot explain. But that wasn't a coincidence, that was the favor of Amen. God. Amen. God's favor is setting somebody up for unexpected promotion, some of the unexpected promotion. Now, I want you to work hard because Ruth did. I want you to be faithful because Ruth did. I want you to be diligent because Ruth did, but don't depend only on those things. Proverbs 10, chapter 10, verse four says, idle hands make one poor, but diligent hands bring riches. Uh Work hard, but even more, work harder the word that I'm just giving you this morning. Proverbs 24:29 says, do you know a hardworking man? I'm just gonna say this. I have watched in this church. I have seen people come here. And they said, some of them came here to teach me. Some of them came here to just watch. But I have seen people who were just, I mean, they were they, they were ignorant. They just came here and they, were, they they couldn't wait for my mouth to open so that they can go up in the word. I have seen God promote them from glory to glory. And the rest of the people are still sitting there criticizing. That's unfortunate, isn't it? Work hard. Be diligent. Be faithful. But know that you need God's pay- favor to push you across the line. Do you know a hard-working man, he shall be successful and stand before Life is good, it is important for you to work hard, be faithful, but that can only take you to a certain level. You'll go as far as your education, your background, your skills, your intelligence can take you. But when God breathes his favor on you, unusual things will happen. Did you hear what I just said? How many of you would like for God to breathe favor on you? When you have God, when God brings His favor on you, your intelligence will multiply hundreds of times. Your skills will multiply hundreds of times. God will draw people, draw business, draw everything that you need to succeed in what is called you to do. Such things that you couldn't normally make happen will happen in your life. Opportunity that you didn't see coming will show up. The right people will track you down. A touch of God's favor is worth more than a lifetime of labor. May I say that again? One touch of God's favor is worth more than a lifetime of your labor. Just one break, somebody said, just one break. One One phone call, one meeting with a person will catapult you to a new level. It reminds me when I came to Eton, Georgia, never knew anything. Somebody invited me to a Bible study. I went to that Bible study not even knowing what to expect. When I went to that Bible study, the first day they had praise and worship, and uh, I asked them, does anybody have a word to share? You remember that I have been listening to Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagen, mm-hmm. Fred Price. I was so full. I, 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 I preached to the ants. I preached to the crocodiles. I, anything that uh, I, I was so full. Tell somebody say, get yourself ready. Because when you get yourself ready, God is going to make the opportunity available. Yeah. <laughs> So I walk into this Bible study. When I walk into this Bible study, they had powerful praise and worship. And, I, you know, I'm so full. I said, do you have anybody to share? And they said, no. Can you share? And I shared for one and a half hours. (laughs) If you were listening to Kenneth, Hagen, Ted Gennett, Fred Price, John Austin, you would have had more than three and a half hours to share. I just cut it down to one and a half hours. And then the next Sunday, and then the next Monday, I went to the Bible study. And I, I, after prayer and Worship, I asked, is anybody gonna share this? They said, do you have anything to share? I shared another half hours, And then Johnny Harrell turned around and he like, you know, Johnny, Johnny is a cool person. When he laughs, he laughs the rich man's laugh. You know what the rich man just laugh. You know, a poor person laughs different way from the rich man. So, that, you know, Johnny said, he said, God has a great sense of humor. We have been praying for a Bible study teacher for three and a half years. People, this. Yeah, teacher. He did not know that he was going to send him all the way from Africa with an accent. See, that one meeting opened the door for me. Before I knew it, the messenger invited me to share about my life and wrote a story before we knew it. Just that one meeting all over Putnam County, people were saying, who is this uh, George Huttuk? One person came to, you know, mad because he's been a pastor, he, he told me that he. He's been a pastor in this city for so long and nobody wrote anything about him. It's not about, it's not about how long you've been in this city. It's God's favor. When we came here, we never really thought about being on the front page of the messenger. This man said to me, where do you come from? I said I I come from heaven. He said I know. He said what do you mean? I said I come from heaven. He said where did you live before you came? I said I lived in Atlanta. And the man was so mad that he was here for so long and nobody wrote anything about him and all of a sudden I am the front page on the front page of the messenger. I said to the man man don't be mad with me you have a problem please go to God because I did not make it happen. That's exactly what is going to happen to you. When people get mad with you, don't try to fight back. Just let them know that You did not do it. It was God that did it. Because one touch of God's favor can save you a lifetime of labor. Just one break I'm talking about. One phone call. One meeting can transform your life. You work so hard. You've been faithful. You've honored God with your life. Now get ready. Somebody say get ready. Get ready for God to show out on your behalf. And I want to prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that God is about. To do in your life, things unusual. How many of you would like to to experience something unusual? I'm talking about things unusual, things that haven't you haven't seen before. God is going to enable you to experience such breaks that you've never even thought would happen on this side of the earth promotion So, about the promotion i'm talking about promotion of business promotion of individuals at work i'm talking about promotion for your family in your neighborhood you can't explain it you can't take credit for it it's the favor of god demonstrated in your life think about this god told noah to build an ark of about 450 feet long. Noah wasn't a builder. He wasn't a, profe- a professional carpenter. It seemed like it was impossible. But God will never ask you to do something and will not give you the favor to do it. Some of you have heard from the Lord what you are thinking about, I don't have this, I don't have that. No, no, no. It's not about what you have or what you don't have. It's about do you have God's favor. You have favor. The question is, do you have faith? Now, somebody says, I have faith, but do you have trust in God? Because God said to me the other day, a lot of my people have faith that I can do it, but they don't trust me to do it when I do it my way. Just release God to be God. Are you going to talk yourself out of what God just showed you? I don't have resources. I don't know the right people. That's okay if you don't know the right people. God does. If you have nothing, God does. Education is good, Yes. Education alone is not enough. Turn to somebody and say education is good, but education is not enough. Think about, think about this young man here. He dropped out of school at the 11th or 9th grade? Eleven. 11th, 11th grade. Now, he had sense enough to go back and get a GED, though. But it's not the GED. But look at what God is doing. He is running a multi-million dollar business. He doesn't talk about it, but it's my, uh, you know, it's my poor, I can say anything I want to say. I'm talking about if he is running a multi- He is hiring people from Georgia take the best engineering school Man. in this state of Georgia. He's paying people. I was talking to one of his employers. He was Bragging about it. He said, I don't have anything to complain because this man has been good to me. I said to the young man, as long as you continue to do what you are supposed to do, you don't have to worry about your boss because he's going to take care of you. You don't have to have the education because you can hire people who have the education right. to work for you. Amen. I used to tell him, I said, You are working diligently, you are working so hard that I'm believing the Lord for the time that you can just sit back and just dream. (laughs) And people will do the drawing. Yes. and people will do the business yes, and people will do the, the be, be, people will go and do the measuring I, I, I'm still professing one day he is going to be having his private jets yes, sir. so yes. that he can be flying to different parts of the country yes, and just take the contract and bring it and employ hundreds of people Amen. so that they, he can put food on the table yes, see sir. it's not about you Amen. What God is about to do for you is not about you, it's not about your children, it's not about your grand... If you just forget about you, your children, and your grandchildren, God will bless you so much that your children, grandchildren, great grandchildren ten generations will be taken care of. You don't have to manipulate, this is what you don't have to manipulate. No, you don't have to manipulate. Isaiah 45:2 says, "I will go before you and make the rough place." Karebo Korea. God is saying to you, General. God is saying to you, watching me right now. He's already gone before you to remove any hindrance to make the rough places smooth for you. I will break down pieces of doors of brass. Whatever the enemy puts on the way to stop, to try to stop you from going in to possess what God has got available to you. You're watching me, everyone in the house. God says, I'm bringing down the iron gates. I'm escorting you to what I've already got in store for you, brother. Look at this. I will cut down the bars of iron. You may not know the right people, but don't worry, Roland, because God does. He has already lined up divine connections for you. He's line of people that will come into your life, you're watching every one of you in the house, they'll use the influence to open the doors, some of the, the right doors open the right doors for you. They will give you opportunity that will put you forward. How many of you would like to be put forward? It starts this morning. You don't have to manipulate people. You don't try to convince people to like you. You won't have to compromise your values to get your way. If someone is not for you, you don't need them. Touch yourself and say, if someone is not for me, i don't need them so don't waste your time trying to win them over because we have used we have wasted god's precious time trying to win people over who will never be won over those that god has lined up for you don't have a choice i have seen people do something for this ministry who actually disdain this ministry. They don't know what to do. Though that God has ordained men are like you, that they will help you anyway. They will go out of their way to be good to you. Did you just hear what I just said? What you need to do is to keep honoring God with your life, Keep believing, keep expecting, and God's favor will cause the right people to show up. I want to challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ this morning to latch on this message. Take over this message. Then watch God use his favor to do great things in your life. What the doctors could not do, God will do it. What your skills could not do, God will do it. God's favor will take you to places you couldn't even imagine you would ever be. God's favor will open doors for you, will close the wrong doors, open the right doors. God's favor will heal you. He will, it will deliver you, it will provide for you. To God be the glory forever and ever. Did anybody get anything out of this morning? Did anybody get anything out of this morning? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand. Amen? Amen. If you are there and you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I want you to know that there is a way back to God from the dark paths of sin. There is a door that is open that you may come in. It starts at Calvary. It doesn't matter where you were last night, where you were this morning. It doesn't matter where you are right this moment. I want you to know that Jesus died for you. He rose again for you. He lives for you. Open your heart and ask Jesus to come in. And that is going to be the beginning of God's favor in your life. We're going to take the Holy Communion this morning. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Utah Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.